Happy Friday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. So glad you're here for some more fun Disney talk. Today, Pam joins me and we talk about our recent trips down to Walt Disney World. We got to experience some of the best of Walt Disney World here over the past couple of weeks. We both talk about going on Tron, the new coaster at the Magic Kingdom, about getting through the virtual queue experience, what the coaster experience was like. No spoilers. If you're headed down here soon and you're trying to stay away from the spoilers, no spoilers there. But we talk about the mechanics of getting on the ride, getting your queue time, what it's like to board the ride in an embarrassing uh, experience I had with a fanny pack getting on this ride. It was kind of crazy. And just what a great addition this is to the Magic Kingdom. Pam also stayed in a newly refurbished room over at Disney's All-Star Sports, as well as a newly refurbished room at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. Talk about two extremes. She also was there for the return, the first night of Happily Ever After. She talks about the vibe for that. She gives some thoughts on dining uh, over at Narcusi's, the newly uh, reopened uh, dining res- uh, restaurant over at Grand Floridian. This and much more coming your way on today's show. So if you need a little Disney fix, We've got it here for you on a Friday. Don't forget today's show always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do throughout the year. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible. So thank you so very much for that. And our patrons get that bonus show. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you. Come on over. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2,273 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Friday to you. Hope you're ready for a great weekend. I don't know if this one's going to be as epic as last weekend down at the Springtime Surprise Race Weekend, but hey, it's going to be a good one around here. It is what you make it. Of course, it's been a nice week here in the Midwest, but it's going to cool off. But, you know, you can't always have 90 degrees and, you know, 80% humidity like Lake Buena Vista, but we'll make the most of it. We'll have a good time. We're going to kick it off right now by talking about some Walt Disney World excitement coming your way this summer. And Pam's joining me today to talk about some of the stuff that both of us got to experience over the past 10 days to two weeks or so. So Pam Forrester, so glad to have you back. Co-owner of the Magic for Less Travel. It's a Pam and Mike special today. So how's it going? It is going great. I have been out and about doing a bunch of different stuff since I was last on the podcast. It's been a couple weeks. Um, we did, like Mike said, we looked at um, All-Star Sports, saw the new rooms there, um we're at the grand floridian and the new rooms there um sailed on a virgin cruise a not a disney cruise line experience um was really happy with that that is an adult only line for those who don't know anything about it it's kind of newer to the cruise scene but um what's funny about it the disney connection here is the uh 
guy who used to be the president of DCL is actually um, running Virgin as well. So lots of similarities too. That is a weird, like to go out and recruit somebody. Okay, we're going to start an adults only cruise line. Right. We're going to grab the guy from Disney Cruise Line to do this, right? I mean, the, the cruise line that probably markets itself to families. It has, you know, so much programming. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's honeymooners that go on Disney Cruise Line all the time. Great adult areas. You know, you could sail yeah. with our kids, and, and I've done it. Disney Cruise Line, you could do that. But it's just, that seems like a weird, you know, like the, you wouldn't go for Disney Cruise Line to Virgin to this Virgin Cruise Line, you know, adults know. only. But uh, I guess it's working. Well, so he was there when Disney Cruise Line was sort of in negotiations, I believe, for like the private island and all of that. And so sort of like the launching of the cruise line. So I think that's what they were tapping into, that whole thing. And Virgin really um, tries to sort of take the things that work for other, you know, other cruise lines and, and puts their own spin on them, too. Um, so we had a great time. I um, booked again while I was on. I mean, I really liked it that much. So um, it's a it's a good alternative for people out there looking for something different in a cruise. And yeah, there were some similarities, def definitely some similarities um, and some differences too. So that that was good and bad. So good stuff. I'm sure they have a casino, right? They have to. They have do that, have a right? casino, but it's small. It, really? it is a small one, and um, there is the main issue for. Many times the casino is there's smoke that sort of permeates yeah. through the ship. None of that. There was one room in the casino where you can smoke and you can't smell it outside of that huh. room. And like it's a closed off room, like behind a door. Yeah, kind of I, I saw that when I when I because I feel like such a world traveler now and I connected to go to Disneyland for that event a few about a month ago at this point. I was passing through the airport and there were like little glass boxes with uh, slot machines yeah. inside them. I guess those are for the smoking uh, one arm bandit patrons. Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So there was, but yeah, it didn't, um, it didn't impact the rest of the careers. Like I, it wasn't until I think like the last day that I finally ended up walking through it and it was sort of like, what's happening here. So anyways, but yeah. Um, yeah, it was good. Interesting. All right. good entertainment. Well, hey, let's talk about Walt Disney World. A lot let's happening this it. summer, and there's still time to plan that trip down to Walt Disney World this summer. Of course, we have the podcast crews coming at us like a freight train. We're going to be sailing with a lot of our listeners on the Disney Wish July 3rd to the 7th. We cannot be more excited. We're planning on great fun with our listeners, and we have so many first-timers sailing with us this time, so get ready to have a good time. We're going to have a blast can't wait for that of course we're planning out pre-trip stays to walt disney world post-trip stays to walt disney world and we've gotten to experience some of this new stuff that's going to be happening at walt disney world here from now and you know in, in the future here so you mentioned earlier that you you got to spend a night over at all-star sports in one of the refurbished yeah. rooms and they're all almost done i think there's one building left yeah uh, and they're, they're finishing that one off so what was it like because uh, you know you haven't been over there in a little bit so how was all sorts of sports? i have not so i will admit it has been years <laughs> pam forrester all-star sports expert let's go <laughs> but it was really i wanted to get over there really and see what it was like and i have to say um the rooms look great i mean all the improvements that we saw when disney a few years ago made all those changes to pop century with the pull down beds and everything else they had rolled those out to the other value resorts and all-star sports is really the last one to get those done 
And it just sort of made me remember all the things I love about those new value rooms, right? I love the way that the bed folds up into a table throughout the day. It gives you extra space in the room. The room feels so much more spacious. I love the little coffee refrigerator station, right? There's some mm -hmm. shelves up above there. Put some snacks on, right? You're had, a pop century. I had Rice Krispie treats on that shelf. And I'm see, sure you did. <laughs> here's the beauty of when you do a challenge at a race weekend is that each day I had one more of my little nutrition boxes, the little run Disney boxes that come with the sunflower <laughs> yeah. seeds and the animal yeah. crackers and the fake cheese. I had three of them by Sunday. So that was on the shelves, right? I don't drink coffee, but that's where I have I Amazon freshed me some Rice Krispie treats and I ended up eating one. I left 15 behind. It's so sad. I should have brought them home. I didn't have room in the suitcase. You should have. <laughs> you should have. But I think that that works so well in that room, just sort of like there's a location for it. I still, I'm a huge proponent of the little hooks right? Where you can hang stuff yes. up on the walls. I love that. I think that, that, yeah, right. Yeah. A hat, a coat, mm -hmm. a bag, yeah. something. Um, and I love that bathroom setup too. I think it's so much more functional than it used to be. The fact that there are doors that close that go to the vanity area. And then another door that closes to the shower and toilet area that makes getting ready, easy, changing, easy, all of those things. And I, truly appreciate all the plugs and the usb ports and all of that i mean we all have like three or four devices that need to get plugged in every night there needs to be a place to do that i love that disney is adding those i think that's a huge benefit and the storage there's a lot more storage in these rooms than there used to be before so i think those are all big pluses um we also took the opportunity to sort of walk between all of the all-star resorts because they're all, I mean, they're really all within walking distance. We, we checked them all out. They all are looking in good shape. Um, the icons are fun. I have to say music is a favorite of mine for a number of reasons. I think that it is almost like the most themed, right? When you go to the country fair yeah, area, the, cowboy the Broadway area. Uh, yeah, the, and Broadway, Broadway area is very Instagrammable. I got to say it that. is. It is. There's something about that part of the resort and the jazz in at night. At night yes. It's romantic. It is. It is romantic. And I think there's just lots of stuff to love about those resorts. I think that I, if I were looking to plan a trip to Disney World, I would not even consider playing off, staying off site when these are an option for me. For my money, if I'm looking to save money on the room portion, I'm staying at one of the Disney Valley resorts. I think that there's just so many reasons to do that. And again, we mention this all the time, but the 30 extra minutes in the park of your choice in the morning can be a game changer. You know, you wouldn't think 30 minutes means that much. I think 30 minutes in the morning can help you save a couple hours throughout the rest of the day. I totally Don't agree. Think? I, Cause I did it Saturday at the magic kingdom and yeah. cause that was the 10 K day. So yeah, it was Saturday and because I got my virtual boarding, we'll talk about Tron in just a minute, but I got, yeah. so I ran the 10 K that started at five in the morning. So I, I had enough time to finish the race. This is how early those races are, right? I finished a 10 K got, got my pictures afterwards, got on the bus, got back to pops, uh, pop century, took a shower and still hadn't even been <laughs> seven o'clock yet. I was shaving and I got my virtual like you know, like sweating bullets. Cause I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's six fifty nine, six fifty nine, and, and 48 <laughs> seconds. 
And it was real because after the 10 miler, I sitting because I, I was going to the studios that day. So I wouldn't, I was, I was just enjoying everybody else on the whole bus's stress because everybody was sitting on the bus trying to get their virtual cues for either Guardians or, uh, or Tron. And so, and I knew some people on the bus, so I was giving them a hard time. But yeah, I got on, I got, I luckily got group 31 on Saturday, but I went for resort early magic hours and I got space mountain juice walk right on boom, right there. Cause you know, like they hold you right there in the, you know, whichever yeah. land you're going to go once they scan you through, verify that you're an onsite guest. And I got that. And then I went over to mansion and rode that real quick. And I was like, and, and then I headed back to big thunder. So I had three rides. I was in the queue for big thunder when it became eight, uh, uh, nine o'clock or whenever the park opened to the regular guests. Right. So I was already three in. So they, they, we've talked about this forever is like, I was way ahead of the wave, right? Yes. Like when the wave started, the tsunami of day guests came in, I, they were going for space mountain. That was already in my back pocket, you know, and they were heading for haunted mansion. That was in my back pocket. So at this point I could go for like the secondary ones, the big people eaters, like maybe a jungle cruise or a pirates or something like yeah. that. And it just made my morning great. It, was, it yeah, does. It, it makes the rest of the day great. It yeah. does. Now, the other bonus that I think, well, we'll talk about this because I spent one night at sports and then moved over to a different resort. But um, yeah, it, I was impressed. I think that they've done a great job. Um, I, you know, of course, my preference for a value resort is always going to be Pop Century because it has Skyliner access. I mean, I can't Epic. get away from that. It's one of my favorite modes of transportation, um, that. But I, I really think that the All-Stars offer something that appeals to a big group of people. And I completely understand and support that. It's just I wanted to check it out and make sure our agents were all in the know about where we were refurbishment-wise with that. It's a little challenging to get information on that, even for us. Yeah. At times, we're, we'll call in and be like, <laughs> where are you in what bu what buildings have been done or not done? And the cast members don't always have that information at their fingertips. So sometimes you have to get boots on the ground for some certain things. And hey, I mean, if that's what it takes, that's what it takes. That's... I'll go down there and do it. Very well said. <laughs> Very kind of you. <laughs> I know, right? All about the giving. You're such a diplomat there. Okay, so you also so let's let's kind of hop around here. So I, I want to talk about something you got to experience, and I think you got to experience it the night it came back. And this is near and dear to a lot of our listeners' hearts. Yes. Happily ever after has returned the nighttime spectacular at the Magic Kingdom, dearly beloved show and it went away and uh it has now made a glorious i did not get to see it because man those 245 wake up calls i are know they're early and, oh, some people did these people are crazy i, I some people <laughs> didn't even go to bed like during these races i'm an old dude i cannot <laughs> do that but so, more part of you guys that were that came like came rolling into the corrals like for the, the four o'clock in the morning for our lizard picture and they're like yeah I saw happily ever after that so I'm like you did what I'm like that was like two hours ago yeah <laughs> I'm like right? when did I didn't go to bed I'm like dude this dude needs sleep I, I love right? fireworks but not that much okay so you got to see I it did. I, I mean, did and it's it has some changes or tell us about it. And it, I did. So here was the thing. We lucked out and um, got a dessert party for that the first night that it was coming back. And I was really excited. So we chose to do the post dessert party, which is my preferred one, because it sort of lets you experience the fireworks and then go have the dessert. And then at that point, you know, people are moving, you know, they're getting out of the Magic Kingdom after that. We all know there's sort of an exodus after 
the fireworks. So we were in that little area where you get to see the fireworks from when you're attending one of the dessert parties. And it's in um, one of those little enclosed areas there in the hub, right, that they had built a few years ago. I love this part of it. I, this is what I love for the dessert party. And I've said this before, and I will say it again. I am. I don't really love desserts. So when we do the dessert party, I like go up there. And Steve's always like, "You got like three pieces of cheese." And yeah, that's a, that's uh, a crime against humanity. That's a crime against humanity because I walked <laughs> oh, past. Actually, I met a couple of listeners. They were they were they were rope dropping their dessert party. I was leaving. Really? The I was leaving <laughs> Magic Kingdom, and they were they were the first ones there. And, and so. I was walking past and like Mike and I was like, Hey, you know, so like, do you do the podcast? I'm like, yeah. So we talked and we got a picture and stuff. Yeah. They're the first ones there. And I was like, so you here for the dessert party, obviously. Cause I was up there in the Tomorrowland Terrace area and, and they were setting it all up, you know, and I saw like that buffet is pretty long, you know, and they had the bar, oh, they had the bar set with like all the wines and the beers and stuff right it there. The, and I mean, it's, look pretty extensive so if you only got a few pieces of cheese that is a crime against humanity <laughs> no, but here's the thing that makes it so <laughs> worth it for me and i will do it about every time i go if i can it is the fact that i get to go to that area to watch right. the fireworks i do not have to stand in the hub for two hours right <laughs> i don't have to do all that so we get to do that so anyways we go to that area and it's there's sort of a buzz in the magic kingdom and you know what that feels like it feels like yes. that before i think every fireworks but it was even more buzzy than ever before right because everyone is so excited there are about eight million happily ever after t-shirts and ears and everything else people are excited to be here for this and I love that. So when the lights dimmed and the music starts, the crowd erupts, like they're excited. And that's one of my favorite things about a Disney vacation. And I've said this a couple of times over the years as we've done the Disney podcast here, but that feeling that you're sort of in this space with like-minded right. people. You're in the fandom with your people. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yes, totally. you're experiencing it all together and it's something special. And you all know it's something special. Well, that's what that night was like for me. There were just so many different times that um, we, you know, at different, the crowd would, ooh, or ah, and you saw the fireworks. And, um, you know, when the Hercules song comes on, right? That's the best. It speaks to me. <laughs> he doesn't sing about the brutality of mile 23 of a marathon, but I try to go the distance. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so it was great. But yes, there are some new projections um, that extend all the way down Main Street. And I love that they pulled Main Street into it. They've done that at Disneyland for a while. It's really kind of a cool thing. It lets you all be a part of that. And look at that. There's a little bit of change to the projection on the castle. Um, of course, Tink still flies at the end. And I think that was a stroke of genius. Whenever they decided to move Tink, to flying at the end, because I think she did like near the beginning of Wishes. Mm -hmm. um, and that that's really a cool thing because it's another one of those moments where the crowd is into it. You see um, little kids being like, mom, there she is, there she is. And I'm like, oh, that is the sweetest thing in the world. So it was great. Um, if no other reason than to think about a quick trip down the summer, I would say happily ever after is excuse enough there i'm just gonna i'm writing you all an excuse you can go ahead and plan a quick trip to see happily ever after i'll well, sign it for you i will say i mean 
I, you know, and I've said this for years is that whether you're getting into the Disney fandom here in 2023 or it happened for you back in 2011 or, you know, 1998, whatever it is, I think you just get that connection with that time where you have that intense where everything is new and you really kind of fall in love. Like, you know, I still love the Disney parks just as much as anybody, right? I mean, I just got back from Disneyland, you know, love it. Walt Disney World had a great race weekend again. Love it. We're going to go on a cruise. Love that. But there's still something nostalgic for me. I still have that connection to Illuminations, Wishes, Spectre Magic, because that was when my kids are growing up. But Happily Ever After has that because of Mallory. Like, that was her, like, show. So, you know, this is one of those things you can almost go back in time. There, you don't get this often where Disney brings back a show. You know, so I'm super excited that I get to go back with Mallory. This summer, yeah. we're going to be in the Magic Kingdom and see this. Like, that's going to yeah. be special. Because we were there... We saw it like one last time. We, you know, I remember we were down for that restart Disney cruise. We're saying that one night at the Grand Floridian didn't have park tickets. So we watched it over in front of uh, uh, Gasparilla's over at the Grand. And I was just like, well, this is cool. I get to see it one last time with Ben Page was with us, Mallory or with uh, Mallory and Page. But, you know, now, bam, I get to go, you know, I'm going to make a trip and get to see it with the girls. Like, you know, yeah. that doesn't happen very often. So, and, you know, get down there and do it again. Enjoy it's it worth it. It's so, yeah. worth it. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. So. Another thing um, that I want to talk about. Well, did you tell me? So you stayed at the Grand too. So how was that? I mean, I, I mean, yes. you have kind of like booking in here. I mean, All Star Sports and Grand Floridian. I mean, a little, little, little different. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, but these, um, this resort has recently been done as well. Um, they're working on, I think, close to the last couple of buildings that need to be updated, and the rooms have been updated. Um, they have a Mary Poppins theme, which I think is perfect for this resort. I mean, it fits this resort, right? Yep. From the very beginning, this should have been a Mary Poppins, more Mary Poppins themed room. They used to sort of had a sort of Alice in Wonderland sort of vibe going on there. I think that this Mary Poppins theme fits it better. Um, I love the rooms. They look so good so much better than they did before they're really sort of embracing sort of those light blue tones and whatnot but there's just again the functionality of these rooms is spectacular you walk in um they've reimagined the bathrooms that whole area looks different the showers look clean and fresh and and all of that but the room itself the decor in the room is really just great it's really befitting of of that resort it, it um, looks to me it looks less grandma like and just for yes. a midwestern just like you know regular guy because i got to see him when we went down for the aup just a couple months right. back and they're, they're a lot they're a lot airier they're a lot kind of not bright in the sense of like a pop century like bright bold colors they're these it's just it, it feels very just you know, I don't know how you're going to say it, but I mean, like light blues, whites, you know, just very comforting in there, but it's not, it's not somewhat like florally is, it seemed no, very floral right. in the old days, you know, like it's reminded me of my grandma Ruth. I mean, I'll be honest, like the way it used to look. Bit. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, the way it used to look. Nothing wrong with grandma Ruth, but I mean, it just wasn't, you know, I like, I, it was nice to visit, but yeah. I know. So it's like, like you walk into the bathroom and the mirror is backlit. Um, you look at the, um, they redid, they did a, um, 
you know, an engineered hardwood on the floor, but it's the grand. So they also did a rug under there too. There's a throw rug in that space. Um, there's like blues and aquas and all of that. The rooms look great. Of course, they've added in all the things that they should add in the, the plugs and the USB ports. There's a plenty of those, which was, again, was really great. But there are so many little Disney touches um, on the lights. There are Disney touches, the light in between the two beds. There are Disney touches in the artwork. There are a ton of Disney touches. There's a rolled bed pillow and it shows um, some penguins and Mary Poppins umbrella in there. There is um, this, this thing that I actually really didn't notice until I was laying in bed one evening. And this is why I try to go and stay in all the resorts. So there is a chandelier that has these little glass birds all the way around it that's in the room. Well, one of those birds happens to be a penguin. And it's so cute. Like no when way. you notice these little things, <laughs> right? That someone thought of all this and did all, I mean, I love that. So I'll put up on my um, Instagram stories, a reel that will show, like walks you through the whole room and shows all the little details. But it, I really love them. Um, it made me really want to stay at the grand again and i'm actually staying there after the podcast cruise so or before i think it's before um but anyways i i liked the rooms that much and i think that's really saying something because i have my favorite resorts you know they do tend to change every now and then but the yacht club is typically you know where i really like to stay but i liked the grand room enough to uh book another stay there so Hey, Grand Floridian, I Dang. see you. I'm coming back. You're putting the heat on me because I haven't booked my pre-cruise uh, stay yet. Um, Scotty, yeah. G, Scotty G's there too. Uh, so uh, that's a tough call because Mallory's like, can we stay somewhere at the good pool? And that, that qualifies. So. And the Grand Floridian has two good pools. Know, First of all, there's that's the feature saying. pool, yeah. which I know families with kids are really, you know, they are drawn to, that, drawn to that pool. Let me tell you what pool is my favorite at the Grand Floridian. That big old huge pool that sits in the middle of the courtyard where you can usually get a seat and it's like quiet there during yep. the day. Yep. That's where that's, you'll that's, find that's me. A, that's a pretty sweet so. pool. All right. So we got some resorts in because we, we are resort resorts. fans, but we got to talk about Tron because yes. we've both gotten to experience Tron. Everybody's yes. getting hyped for this attraction. First of all, I will say, like I said just a few minutes ago, I was able to secure Tron through the virtual queue. Now, I know some people said they have had challenges, and I mean, we had this with Rise of Resistance back in the day. It is, I'll be honest, I mean, I know it's a crapshoot sometimes because they go quickly. You got to be ready to go. The biggest tip that I'm going to give folks for this, and you've probably heard it here before, and you've probably read it in other blogs, is that you want to go in because it goes live at 7 a.m. Because I just did this, you know, a couple days ago. Is it, you know, 7 a.m. is like go time to get this virtual queue assignment. But you want to go in probably about, you know, at least 10 minutes prior. And it's going to let you select your party of eligible guests to try to get into the virtual queue. So, for example, I went in at about 6.50. And I was just, you know, making sure I was in there, right? Because you never know with Disney IT, they can give you surprises. You know, not always fun surprises, but they give you surprises. And I noticed that it was me and Jocelyn, one of our agents over at the Magic for Less. I'm like, well, shoot, I'm not riding with Jocelyn. I think she's in Florida. So I had to uncheck her. I'm like, sorry, jo I mean, I like Jocelyn and all, but I'm not trying to get her a virtual queue right now. I'm just worried about me. I just want to ride the thing. So I unchecked her and then, you know, refreshed it and then I was good yeah. to go. And then, you know, you got I mean, it's like a it's like a mission, right? You got to be focused, man. You got to block everything else out. You got to be like an elite 
chess player or something. You do. You do. <laughs> no you distractions. Refresh, refresh, boom, I'm in. Did they make sure you screenshot it three times if you got a number, like just to be so you can go to the blue tent if you have to or whatever. The blue umbrella yeah. people. So <laughs> I have all the backup plans. But so I got in and uh, I got a virtual queue. So were you when when you wrote it, did you go through the virtual queue? Did you go individual lightning links? I, and some people do both. I, I'm cheap, so I only did it once and, and I enjoyed we it. We did virtual queue. We were able to get in the virtual queue as well. Um, was not challenging. Um, it was, you know, uh, we just did it and it worked for us. I know they go fast. I know that different people have varying successes here. If I had a formula that I could share Same. that would help everyone, I would do it. I really think it's a luck of the draw um, on that. I think that if you have more than one person in your party, my strategy would be to have one of you trying to do the virtual queue and one of you looking at purchasing individual lightning lanes if you're willing to do that. I think that that would be the way that I would want to do it to ensure that I would ride it. Um, it's just a, a cool, you know, I think the fact that you have that choice is is a good move and I, I don't think it would hurt. And the worst that can happen is you get two. You get two. Yeah. And, and it, it's a great ride. I, I'd do it twice totally. But and just, someone is asking too about um, is there an on ride photo on Tron? There is an on ride video, video, and it's epic too. It is, it is okay. So let's let's walk through the experience. We're, we're not going to do the whole show on it, but okay. So you so you you know, if you got the virtual queue, they scan you through you know the touch point to make sure that you're valid. It's your they you know yes. boarding group number and so forth, just like with the Rise of Resistance back in the day. So what was your experience with like pre-ride? So pre-show, like load area. And then we've all heard this discussion about getting on the vehicles, you know, getting, you know, because you do, I mean, I, I thought it was awesome. I got a story though, but give me your, your thoughts on like getting on the thing, like the rocket and like, you know, the thing going around your calves and well, you know, leaning so I'm forward. glad that you're talking about this because we'll be able to talk about the two different things. So first you're entering the grid, right? That's part of the Tron yes. story. Yes. Um, and let me tell you, they must have bought up the country of blue light. Yes. Blue yeah. Light. It was always left over from like the Soren queue, the, those blue right. like squigglies. That's what I get. There are no more available. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're definitely um, team blue. Yeah. They, they, they tell you that a hundred times. So, I, I've said this on the show, have um, vertigo. And so, um, I was concerned about riding on the vehicle, but there is. A vehicle that allows you to sit and not do the bike. So I did not do the bike. Oh, I did. And so, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so explain. You explain your on-ride biking experience. Okay, so first, okay, so first of all, it's super visual when you go in. And, and, and Allison in here, the live chat saying no spoilers. There are going to be a few spoilers. Not really spoilers, though. I mean, it's it's nothing more than what you see in the commercials. I'm not going to like give away anything big that would ruin your experience. We're right. not. We're not. You about already that. knew it was blue. Yeah, I mean, it's blue and it's a roller coaster. I mean, we're not going to go beyond that other than just give no. you tips to get a better experience out of it. We were very careful For about sure. that with Rise back in the day and uh we we never want to you know hinder anybody's experience with something new because i i'm very i stay away from videos and stuff myself but i will say because everybody obviously knows you get on a light cycle to, to experience this that's what's different about um yes about this ride and of course i'm a child of the 80s um you know not a big movie guy but i did first thing i watched when i got disney plus when it first launched was tron 
because I'm a video game geek from the 80s, you know, that that's my jam. So I watched it. So I was like, this is cool. Like, this is this is right up my alley. <laughs> okay. Here's, I got called out on this ride. Now, I didn't mean to, right? We, you probably heard the discussion about there's lockers before, and they tell you this like you, 10 times before you go into the ride, is that you got to take everything and put it in a locker. So I had on a hat. I, obviously, I always have on a hat. And so you can't have a hat on in the ride. Now, there is a little like, um, kind of like a glove box for a motorcycle, like right there in front of you between the handlebars. So you can put your cell phone in there. And you could put like sunglasses in there. And they told me my glasses were fine. So um, you put that in there. Well, here's the thing. It's, okay, so Pam knows. We went to the when we went to the media event for Guardians of the Galaxy. They gave us all this like 80s swag. They gave us like uh, like a mixtape yeah. that was a little uh, uh, speaker. They gave yeah. us like a trucker's cap. And they gave us a fanny pack. Okay, so I've had this fanny pack in my suitcase ever since that event you know whatever guardians opened like a couple days ago i had these cargo i had these like just dad shorts right that i've been wearing uh, you know i wear them for my disney vacations but they have super shallow pockets and i have my airpods pro in my pocket and a couple times those suckers are so slippery they've they almost fell out like they were like one time i was sitting at a restaurant and i looked down and my airpods were like out of my pocket and those things are expensive so yeah. i started freaking out and i'm like i'm gonna lose my airpods so I saw the little, I saw the little uh, Guardians uh, fanny pack. So I'm like, I'm just gonna rock it under my shirt. Nobody will ever see it. And plus, like I had, a, I had like my migraine medicine. I had my external battery. You know, I had, I had a few things. But like, I'm gonna make this thing work. And I had a couple pieces of gum. Like I was like, I, was, I turned into a purse at that point. I'm like, I'm taking all the stuff because I'm rocking the thing. So anyway, I have this. I totally forgot that I had it on, right? Because I never wear the thing. So I go to get on the uh, the the light cycle. And I'm like, you know, jumping, not jumping over, but, you know, putting my leg over. And all of a sudden the, the cast member was like, uh, we got one here, sir. You got to get off the light cycle. We have a fanny pack back to the lockers. <laughs> and dude, it was like, it was like in Monsters, Inc. or something like where they get the sock on the, on the person. It was like, uh, 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 uh. I'm like, oh crap. I'm like, I didn't even know I had the thing on. I never wear it. I'm like the only thing in it's my AirPods. He's like, sir, you got to take it to the lockers. So here I am doing the walk of shame. I had to go back across the, the, the light cycles. <laughs> they had to get another cast member to walk me out the secret door, back up the, the hallway. And I'm like apologizing to every person I come to. I'm like, I am an idiot. I'm so sorry. I'm like, but my hat's in a locker up there. Can I just put it in with my hat? Like, oh, yeah. So they let me do that. The good news is I was like in row seven or something. When I came back, I got row two. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I was like, I won. But anyway, back to the story after getting busted. So don't wear a fanny pack. They'll find it. Um, That's funny. They've started saying that, though, when you get on the airplane, too. What that fanny funny? packs count as one of your two Shut up. Items. Are you oh, kidding me? Yes. I didn't yes. know that. Really? Yes. Well, I'm, yes. I'm not, I don't wear it. I mean, like, I don't have it on right now. Like, right. I'm not, that, I'm not that committed to a fanny pack. I'm more committed to my AirPods Pro. I well, do not imagine the things. problems they must have run into that they have to, that they have to oh my do God. that now. Anyway. You know, someone's walking on with a fanny pack that's like this big. <laughs> you know. That's why like, you get one of those Scotty vests. They have like 47 pockets, I've heard. Seriously. Anyway. So. Okay, so back to Tron. Okay, so I get on, and, and it, so what you do is like you straddle it, just like you do a motorcycle. I don't have yes. a motorcycle, like a bicycle, right? So you get on, and you got to lean forward, and you put your legs in, 
and yeah. the, th the thing does come and get you on your calves. And I had run at this point two races and, you know, just finished a, a 10K like an hour or two before that. So my calves are a little sore, but it, it didn't hurt at all. Right. But, and you do have to lean forward significantly because you got to lean forward and grab the handlebars. And when you pull them back towards you, that's what pulls the thing back against your back. That's a, like yeah. it's like a lever. And so that's what kind of locks you in is when you pull the handlebars back towards you. And I just remember I was sitting next to some random like girl, like, I don't know, she's maybe 20 or I don't know how old she was. But I just remember like we're sitting there and like, you know, you're, you're waiting to get ready to go. And I, and I was like, this is, it just hit me. Like, this is the weirdest position to be in, to be getting ready to go on a roller coaster. Sure. Like, dude, sure. I am face forward, like, like getting ready to just, and that thing shoots you out of there like a rocket. And, it does. It's a quick launch. I, but it's, it, it's a fun coaster. It's super visual. There's lots of sounds. Um, it doesn't go upside down or anything like that. It's fast. There's air. Yeah, there's sort air. Of, yeah, I didn't have any cool nausea air. problems. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's like, I can't do Guardians that well. I could probably do it once a trip or once a day. But this one I could do multiple times, and it was fun. And it, I think it's the right. It is a little short, but for me, like where I'm at in my life, I it's agree. The it's the perfect length. I can see if I was younger, it's a little bit short, but nope. I was like, it's good. Like I had my fun. Let me off. I that think that cool. will make it so that it's more um, rideable for more people. Yeah, I agree. I think if it were much longer, then there would be a group of people who could not ride it because i was counting like okay how many gates have we been through right i know like, and i know they have like i don't know i've seen out there they're like it's this many seconds and i'm like should i count for that i'm like did we win the game have we gone through 8 10 12 i don't know were they wickets i forget like have we won croquet yet i don't know i just yes, want to be done right but I it's know. it's a fun ride and it's so visual and you know, what's actually fun is, is when you walk off the ride, you come back outside and you got to pass, you know, pass, you see the outside part of the coaster. I got a huge kick out of, um, just kind of watching the coaster go by a few more times, uh, yeah. before I left the area and just watching the people's expression as they go by. Cause everybody is smiling and just having a good time. Cause you are literally like just on your belly kind of is like, right. like, I mean, it was like Superman flying and it is the craziest thing that I was watching. Like people are just like, ah, but like happy smiling. It's, it's For a sure. fun thing. I like it, it is. And it's nice to like, if you don't know this, the, of course the, um, walkway over to, um, the circus area fantasy land is open again so that's nice to see it really adds so much to the feel of tomorrowland especially at night um oh, totally we had a, a great room at the grand floridian that sort of that looked over to the magic kingdom and at night it was really cool to see that whole canopy light up in response to the fireworks that were going off i don't know how much they're synced or not synced but it seemed like at certain points you know it looked like they were playing off each other but it's a cool thing it really adds a lot to tomorrowland it's a coaster that most people will be able to enjoy and experience and i think it's something great um that the magic kingdom needed i think it will pull people away from seven dwarfs and just give something for thrill seekers to, to do there. Um, I, I really, I love that it's there. I love that it's a part of the magic. Kingdom yeah. Now. It's, it's a great addition. And it's like William asked, you get and it's a good reason I have memory maker is that you're going to get a still picture, which is epic. You're going to yes. get a video as well. And currently they have uh photo pass photographers 
outside of kind of yes. the entrance to Tron. And if you ask, they'll do a magic shot that I, it looks like you have There's one a couple disc. different ones. There's a couple like, great yeah, shots. I got one yeah. where it looks like a disc is coming down from heaven. Somebody asked right. on Facebook if that was a magic shot. Yes, that was a magic shot. That wasn't real. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding you. If that was you, I'm just playing with you. But yes, that was not there. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, you know, and they're just, it, it, they do a good job. So uh, Memory Maker, you know, I know it's expensive, but you get some pretty epic photos during a vacation. I, I enjoy sure. that. I got just this morning, I got alert. Like, you got a new photo, you know, 24 hours later. I was like, yes, I was super excited to go in there and check it out. Okay, dining. We got to talk dining because yes. I think looking, checking out a blog that you wrote a few a few days ago. And did, now, did you guys get to go to Woody's? Come on, talk about that first over in Toy Story Land. We did not do Woody's, um, but we got to do Narcusis, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. One of my favorites. One of my favorites. So, um, just i did a few different things so our goal was we had only had a few days and they were to do things that we hadn't done and we did that in a couple of different ways we got to do narcusis which i have to say it's a beautiful restaurant again they're using the colors that are featured in the grand floridian the food is great um they still have the surf and turf which was the fan favorite there um but i had the scallops which were fantastic um, we tried, I know we tried some of the, oh, the appetizers, their calamari is always great. They just had a, a lot of really good things. If you haven't had a chance, go over to the mouse for less and check out the new menu. There's some, um, you know, there's some old favorites. There's some new soon to be favorites. And of course they kept their famous dessert, the almond crusted cheesecake, which has like a berry, um, like a, a cherry sort of compote that goes on it it was really really good so definitely check that one out i also went to are you ready for this one um pepe's over in disney springs now this is located next to haleo which is jose andres restaurant there right this is a counter service location that has all these different sort of pressed sandwiches oh you got wow. my attention see i've I, i've never really heard of this place i know right because it was closed for a long time um i had eaten at haleo and the food was like spectacular um at you know haleo it's just so so good if you haven't tried that um do that but this pepe's is sort of the sandwich shop so mike i'm gonna lay down some possible sandwiches that may oh, no. be uh, uh, yeah right oh here we go I'm not even going to try to do the pronunciation of the, um, the, the words here because I'm not that great at it, but I'll give it a shot. Okay. It's Pepito Ternera, which is flat iron steak, caramelized onion, cheese, mayonnaise, and roasted green peppers on this really yummy bread. Sign me up. I know, that's what I'm thinking, like, um, they had some, uh, but they also have a Serrano ham with Montego cheese and tomato fresco on, again, all the bread there was looking really good. So that sounds really good too, but here's something that's a little, you know, sort of out there, a little different, but I bet it's good. We didn't get to try this one, but I will next time. It has chorizo with Manchego cheese and honey. So I think that could be a little salty sweet, yeah, right? Like when yeah. you get pineapple with your ham, right? Yeah. This would be kind yeah, of the yeah, same totally. thing. But so many great choices here. If I would say when we were walking around Disney Springs, it was right near Easter. So you can imagine what things were like. 
There, this was a small place. There weren't a ton of people there. I don't think that people know about it. It has recently just reopened not that long ago. So I would give this place a try. The food was spectacular and everything we had was really, really good. Okay, so two things. We're going to keep this between just ourselves here, podcast family. We're <laughs> not going to let anybody yes. else know about Pepe's. It'll be and our here, secret. Here's a little thought. You know, I think that sandwich places are a great option in the summer because, yes. you know, it's like you're, say you're going in, you know, May, June, July, August down to Walt Disney World. Poutine. I mean, as much as I love our Canadian friends and shout out to my great friends that I got to meet that listen to the show in Frontierland on Saturday. A uh, former NFL player I got to meet and, and his wife, who's a teacher. They were awesome. We got to talk some football, got to talk some Disney. Oh, oh man, we had a great time. I'm going to get him on the show. We're going to have to talk some more. But, um, you know, <laughs> and they're, they live in Canada. So nothing against poutine, but man, poutine in July. Or would you rather have that or just a, a when it's good 90 sandwich? I mean, just, you know, some yeah. days you just need a good you know, poutine in January. Perfect. You know, but <laughs> yes. I mean, uh, the sandwich, you know, sometimes you need some, some nourishment that's not going to make you, you know, your inside temperature 112. So. Agreed. Agreed. And I, I think that this was it. I mean, it just was, you know, it was really something that we hadn't tried before. And that was really my goal in this space to do things we hadn't done. And even with all the times that we go to Walt Disney World, there are still plenty of things we have not done. That's what's great. I mean, you always go back and find something. Exactly. I got to see. So I, I changed my, um, I, I, here's the deal. Like, right. We know we have to have park reservations. So you make them, you know, for the, basically just make them for the morning is what right. you do. Because after two, if you have park hopper, you can go wherever you want. So sure. I was going into the studios on Thursday. It's my day that I went to go to the expo I arrived and stuff. And I saw when I was walking into the studios, I only went there because I want to get my Buffalo chicken grilled cheese sandwich. First thing I got there. And so I got that when I was walking in, they had, you know, they, at the ticket booths, they have little signs and I saw, you know, they're doing a ad for garden rocks concert series at Epcot. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> and I saw that there was a band called foreigners journey playing that night. Oh. So I'm like, sign me up for that. Cause that's gotta be a cover band for foreigner and journey. And I saw one over that night. I went to Epcot and they rocked like this guy and this band was awesome. So I just went there and sat there. And I think that's one of the beauties of like, you know, just going down, you know, some, I wasn't going there to go to a concert to, for a cover band, but it was one of the most fun things I did on this trip. And it was a race weekend, but it was perfect. Cause I just grabbed, you know, a little snack, sat there in the audience and just took in a, a concert. I think a lot of times we get so into the, you know, the, the planning of all the details is that you just got to kind of let things happen. You know, I, I didn't think I was going to go to a concert, but that was one of the better things of the trip. And I think this can happen on any trip, you know, especially in the too. summer when yeah, you get these long I hours. I agree. I think that's that. I mean, there's definitely value in planning for your vacation, right? Um, but there's definitely value in having some times when you just don't you or you can't what you planned is just not going to work like one of the days when we were at the grand floridian it was raining and i don't mean just a little bit of rain like a lot of rain and it wasn't as warm as it had been so you know how that is you're sort of like like you know rainy rain in the summer never a big deal because yeah. it only lasts like 15 minutes right and it's 90 degrees so even if you get wet you dry off 
this was a little different. So then we were sort of like, okay, what do we really feel like doing? And you know what we did? We changed our plans and we did a monorail loop and we did some shopping and we got a snack and, you know, but we visited those resorts on the monorail. We looked at all the Easter decor, but that was really a fun day. It wasn't what we planned to do. It wasn't even necessarily what we wanted to do and still, until we were doing it. But we did those things. And I, I feel like it's things like that. It's like the little magic things that you plan on doing um, that that you don't plan on doing that sort of end up surprising you. And the one thing also I wanted to mention, because I know we get this question a lot, is the Trader Sam's thing. Um, I will give you our experience. And that was about 45 minutes before Trader Sam's was due to open. Now, this was a busy time, so they aren't always doing this, but we were able to go up put our name on to get in the virtual queue. And then as soon as they opened, we got called in to, um, to go ahead and experience Trader Sam's. And it had been a little bit for us to be there too, because just because it takes more planning to do that one. So um, I think if you're there about an hour before and are happy, you know, walking around the Polynesian for a while, then that will um, give you a good shot at getting in there at Trader Sam's. Or you can do the secret knock. Yeah, it goes. It's to the beat of "Do you want to build a snowman?" Oh, uh, <laughs> and that's how you get in. <laughs> there you go. That's it. That's it. No, it's not okay, such a good. Secret. Now I know it. No, Why didn't you share that with me before? I know. Well, now it's not such a secret. Everybody knows. Uh, by the way, a Sunday right before I left, I went and saw Frozen the sing along by myself. But it, that is the greatest show. It's because so good. I was waiting for my. I was, yes, I was waiting for my. Uh, because I had like 30 minutes until my buffalo, my second of the trip. This is my first thing. And the last thing I ate of the trip was my buffalo grilled cheese uh, sandwich over there at the ABC commissary. So that was in the neighborhood. It was hot. It was sunny. And I'm like, I need to duck in and just get some air conditioning. And it's going to snow in this show. <laughs> Little did I know when I came back to St. Louis, it was going to feel like 39, like in a few right. hours. I had I no know. idea. I didn't even have too. any pants. I was like, what? I had on shorts. Anyway. That is a great show. I seriously, those you're right. The historians, they are hilarious. I'm, I'm like, I just, and the visuals of that show are so good. That is, that is one of the most, I, I've said this before, but I still stick to that after seeing it on Sunday. That is one of the most underrated things at Walt Disney World. That's I agree. And it's a people eater too. <laughs> Like, yeah. how many people do you think fit in that? Oh, what? And, they, <laughs> and there was this little girl in front of me. She was probably like four. Dude, she was eating it up with a shovel. I, I mean, that. like when Elsa popped out of the smoke, I mean, boom, her jaw her draw was on the floor. It was so, I that's why it. you go. I love all the little singers. Yeah. Oh. Dude, Those yes. are the best, right? Because you, I mean, you know, as, as girl parents, we remember yes. those times, yes. right? They know the words to all the songs, do not need them printed on the screen <laughs> like the rest of us do. At what age do you think, do you quit knowing the words to new songs? Like, you know, a song I knew when I was, you know, a teenager. Yep. Can sing yeah, along with yeah, it now. Yeah. A song that I've liked in the past i don't know five years mm, don't know. there's a lot of humming and possibly some incorrect words being stated right. there yeah <laughs> it's a shame yeah i know <laughs> it's kind of passed me by but yeah i mean there's and that's the thing is you know just i think we get so worried about headliners sometimes you know like okay gotta do slinky dog gotta do uh rise of resistance gotta do you know smugglers run like yes it, 
if you got 30 minutes and you're not sure what to do, hop in a show. Go see Indie. I know it's been there forever. Go see it. You know, go see Frozen Sing Along. Go go watch the Beauty and the Beast show. Because even these more most minor things at Walt Disney World, they're still stinking good. They I think are. we just overlook a lot of things. You know, go see the concerts. Like you might say, Oh, it's a cover band in Epcot. That didn't why I came. Dude, this guy sounded just like I mean <laughs> He right. sounded, at the same time, he sounded like the lead singer of Journey. And when he sang a Foreigner song, he sounded just like the guy from Foreigner. It was wild. I was like, this is unbelievable. Anyway, <laughs> I, I mean, I am getting old, so I'm pretty easy to impress, I guess, with that kind of stuff. But I was like, you know, because when I was 12, I'm like, can we just go ride a ride? Come on. Like, you know. Right. And now, now I'm like the old dude, like, oh, man, rock on. When's your next set? <laughs> so right. life changes. Anyway, we got to jump out of here and let everybody get going for the weekend. But Pam, sounds like you had a good trip. I had an awesome trip and uh, a lot of always a lot of fun. I did. And um, congrats to all of our Run Disney Absolutely. racers, right? Yes. Um, we To you, Mike, and um, Jonathan Buckley, one of our great agents, and his two boys, Ben and Nate, were down 100%. doing some racing. Um, and we are very, we want to give a special shout out to a woman that we have booked, one of our guests, who was the, are you ready for this, Mike? Winner, winner, winner of the women's division of the 10 miler. Um, that's Emily Wolfarth, and she books with a great agent, Sue Dudkowski. And go, Emily. I mean, the winner, first of all, everyone's a winner, yes, but to be the winner, some some people win first, (laughs) yes, yes, some people do win first. You're right. So, we we were looking up, we were looking up like the details of this and all that on the run Disney side. I just, I'm going to do a little, I came in a thousand seventy fourth place. I'm pretty excited for that. Hang it on the wall. I think again, I will say everyone is a winner, but Emily was the first winner of the day. That's just for the behind her by a thousand seventy three people. She probably saw me. No, I think, you know what? I think I saw when she crossed the line because I was just coming over the hump into the, I was, I was outside of the Epcot uh, parking parking toll booth because all of a sudden I'm running and I'm hating life because I did three miles ago and it was so humid it was, and the last three miles were torture on this course could put all the hills in the last three miles and it's all those up and downs by Epcot and I saw the fireworks go off and I'm like that's weird that fireworks are going off like right now like you, there cannot be people still starting it was a long time <laughs> And so that was probably when she crossed the line. I'm sure they shot a fireworks. They could take her picture and, you know, have Mickey and everything. So, yeah, Yeah, she's from a local area here, Mars, Pennsylvania. So love that. But yes, thanks to everyone. I mean, big congrats to everyone who ran um, in the run Disney races. Yes. Yes. It was a good time. by all. We really, we, we, it's so fun. I mean, I gotta tell you this too. So, I'm I'm running the 10 miler and we go behind France. It was like mile two or three. It was early in the race in Epcot and we're going behind Ratatouille and coming around the corner and back out onto the promenade. And this guy comes by, Hey Mike, love the show. And so you weren't on the show, but we've been, we did this draft last Friday where we drafted like the best. We, okay. well, no. So this was, this was a couple of weeks ago. Scott and I did a draft where we drafted the best snacks at Walt Disney world. And he comes up to me, he's like, yeah, I love the show, but man, how do you not pick the carrot cake cookie in your draft? I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm like, thanks for listening. 
But I, I don't like carrot cake. I'm like, that's on Scott. You know, so here I am trying to run this race. This dude's just chilling. Like, and I'm trying to have a debate about the podcast at mile, like, you know, three in this humid morning running 10 miles. But I mean, I love it, right? It came around the corner yeah. and wanting to, you know, we're, we're having our own like two person live show right there in France. It was pretty cool. <laughs> I like that you were getting sort of razzed about the choice, too. Sorry about the carrot cake cookie. My bad. I'm with you. I don't like the carrot cake cookie either. <laughs> either. I'm with you. And I really hated it at that point. I could care less. I didn't right? like You're like I don't like the No Way Jose at that point. I was hating everything. I was hating this. <laughs> Why am I out here running 10 miles again? It's 528 in the morning. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, that that's how that went. But it was great, you know. It's awesome to meet listeners, man. I was having a live show right there with the list. It was like taking a live call. It was like a Sunday night. <laughs> it was great, but in person, it was like a Facetime call. But we were ten, you know, ten steps apart from each other. Anyway, we got to get out of here. Thanks for hanging with us. We'll have another great show on Monday, and um, Monday we have a great show schedule. It's going to be a wild one. It's a Walt Disney World vacation where a guest visited. All of the Walt Disney World resorts in one day. All of them. In one day, Pam. Are you listening? All resorts, one day. How do you do that? I you don't, to, you I don't understand in. this. What's happening? <laughs> like This guest went to all the Walt Disney World resorts in one day. You have to tune in to find out how and what in the circumstances. It now I'm like, I'm going to take this challenge on because this sounds like it's up my alley. I know. Well, he didn't sleep in all the resorts in one day, but he was at all the resorts so we're going to talk about that on monday it's a great trip report so join us for that but until then don't forget the magic for less travel sponsors our shows each and every show and you can support the show by booking your next vacation with the great agents over at the magic for less just swing by the website today over at the magic for less.com let me tell you something you might want to do when you go over to the magic for less.com we want you to fill out that quote form so we can help you plan a great vacation but if you want to have some fun today over the weekend Go to themagicforless.com, and at the top there, at the header, there's a uh, tab that says blog. And you can click on the blog and read all these great articles. Pam wrote a great article that we were using today to kind of get some notes and talk about stuff to plan a great summer 2023 vacation. You know, go down, talk, see the great nighttime spectaculars, check out the new hotel rooms, ride Tron, all this good stuff. So if you want to get jazzed for a fun vacation, might even have one on the books. It'll just get you more excited for that trip. Or if you're thinking about going down, check it out. There's lots of other blog articles over there. So just go to the magic We'd love to help you plan that great trip. Doesn't have to be Walt Disney world. It could be Disney cruise line, Disneyland adventures by Disney. We'll take care of you. So again, check them out today over at the magic Also, please use our Amazon affiliate link. When you shop online that supports everything we do throughout the year, it's be our slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest podcast. You make all these shows possible. Thank you so very much for that. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. If you'd like to join us, we're waiting for you. Come on over. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest podcast. Pam mentioned she's going to have some content on her Instagram this week for you. So check that out. She's going to have a story. So uh, check that out at TMFLT Pam. Is that correct for Instagram? I'll make sure I got that is. right. Okay. Yes. So check that out. I'm at Be Our Guest Mike. Tons of content there from the springtime surprise weekend last weekend. And I did these little things on my reels that I think you might want to check out. I just decided when I'm walking around, whenever I remembered, I just like record 15 seconds of video, whether I was on the Skyline or on a bus, walking around the Magic Kingdom, walking around Pop Century, walking around the boardwalk, walking to the corrals. I just took 15 seconds of video here and there and just then compiled them into a reels. And so if you want a little shot of Walt Disney World, you're missing your favorite place, check those out. So just go to my reels at Be Our Guest Mike. 
and give me a follow. And I'd love to talk to you there. Anyway, we're going to be out of here. We'll have a live show this Sunday night too. Scott will join us. And we'll, oh no, actually, I think it's just me. I think Scott's in DC. Uh, it's hard to keep track of everybody on this show. People are coming and going and people keep doing stuff, uh, but I'll be here. I'll take your calls. You and I, it'll be like, a, it'll be like running that mile three with my listener that was telling me about the carrot cake cookie. Only we're just going to be on the phone this time and it'll smell a lot better. Cause I probably stunk. It, it was, it was hot and humid. So it'll be fun. So join me Sunday night, seven o'clock Eastern, six o'clock central Facebook and YouTube. Lots of distance. Okay, so we're out of here. Have a great weekend for Pam. I'm Mike. Wish you a great weekend. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.